0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in. I'm Saga Jakubczyk, and you are listening to the DME Interns Podcast. All right, listeners, this just about kicks it off. Um, Hello, and welcome to the DME Interns Podcast. I'm your host, Saga Jakubczyk, today joined by the very talented Loretta Neef. Now, in today's podcast, we're aiming to highlight her experiences as the intern responsible for creating transcriptions for the various videos that we produce here at the DME Interns. Loretta, it is so great to have you on. Thank you. Great to be on. All right. Now, we're just going to start off with some of the basics. Would you like to tell our listeners a bit about your role, your department? Like, what skills does a person need to craft a good transcription or to just occupy your space?
1: within the internship? Oh, um, okay, yeah, so I do, like you said, work for the transcription department. And what we do, is just what it sounds like, we're transcribing the audio and video materials that the VA puts out. We convert those to text, so the text can be used um, in a lot of situations, it's gonna be used for people who have sight or hearing disabilities and need that text to access the information. Um, as far as what kind of skills you need to do that, it's pretty straightforward. It's pretty simple. It's really just, uh, kind of consuming the media and digesting it back out in a print format. Um, you, you have to sort of, you know, focus, pay attention. It's listening and, uh, typing (laughs) speedily. Um, but that's, that's really about all there is to it. I mean, there's, you've got to be interested in wanting to do that, uh, and the more you do it the better you get at it it's it's pretty basic skill wise it's not as complicated as some of the other departments as far as that goes but um it's still very fulfilling
0: mm. you mentioned it's pretty basic skill wise but honestly i beg to differ um <laughs> this again this isn't my interview but i remember working um just at a local coffee shop doing drive through and just being able to like hear the audio sometimes it's Like, it's impossible. It's so garbled.
1: Yeah, there's definitely that. And you kind of learn a little more about the way people speak, too. I've noticed... You know, if you're just watching a YouTube video or listening to a podcast, you don't pick up on it as much as you do. Once you start transcribing it, you realize that everybody is constantly saying, um, 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 (laughs) making weird little sounds like that. And when you're transcribing, you don't necessarily always include things like that. So it's the sort of stuff that you pick up on now that you're just really, like, examining the the words under a microscope in ways that you don't normally. And and then uh, you get people... If there's more than one person in the conversation, people talk over each other all the time. That can be hard with transcribing, too. So there is definitely, like, you're going to have to train your ear to get better at it. But uh, with the, you know, when you're doing it with the videos and everything, you can back it up and slow it down and play it over and uh, kind of watch mouths move and things like that. And that helps.
0: Interesting. So we're talking about potentially utilizing some good public speaking skills, um, like reading lips, that kind of thing. Um, Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that does help. uh, What other skills do you tend to utilize in your position? Uh,
1: Well, I think just as far as any of the interns you know we've got to to be stay involved it's not just specific to transcription but just as an intern uh with the DME um the digital media engagement department there at the VA uh we've got to stay on top of what's happening uh, i know that they put out a lot of information on our our, our online platforms and on the slack channels about uh you know we do like our um, <laughs> making connections Mondays, things like that, and that that's sort of just like being involved with each other. so uh, being an involved member of the intern community is just a skill that I think we all need across the board.
0: yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned using different softwares when you're processing these videos, um, and just how helpful it is, you know becoming aware of how to use these different softwares and communicate with others digitally because we are entering that age, you know, especially what with COVID going on, where, you know, we're having less face-to-face meetings, things like that. What softwares do you tend to use when you're transcribing videos?
1: For me, for just the transcription aspect of it, it's really, you just have to have a word processing thing. Um, there are, there is some software that, uh, something like the DH will have access to where you can take the longer format media, YouTube videos and things, and get a rough draft of a transcription, which is really helpful because if a video is pushing out like an hour or longer than an hour, Uh, You don't have to sit there and go word for word. Uh, There's, I I don't know specifically the the software that we're using every time, but there's a lot of stuff like that that's really helpful, that basically it generates a slightly garbled version of a transcript, and then you just have to go back and tighten that up for the the AI or whatever is doing that.
0: Uh, It's sort of like the auto-generated YouTube thing, where it's like, well, you can, but do you really want to? (laughs) Just Yeah, yeah
1: yep exactly you get you get sort of get that and then you clean it up so that it's it's more accurate and that's really important with the things that we do uh the v a videos and things where you've got people's names and you don't want people's names and they're wrong you want everything accurate for stuff like that
0: now here's an interesting question that um I'm sure our listeners would love to have addressed um just how <laughs> I'm starting to notice the ums more now that you've brought it up. Yes. Our poor yes. Editing team. How did your background influence your desire to pursue this career path?
1: Uh, well, my interest in participating in this specific department in the internship program, um, I knew that I wanted, I was looking for something that was, virtual and so I found this uh the virtual student federal service program where it's all virtual internships and as I'm sure you know there are just hundreds of those to choose from all kinds of cool stuff across the board but the VA internships appealed to me because I knew it was somewhere where the work that was being done was going to be the sort of like one-on-one human interaction helping another person and it's just the specific population is the veteran population. Um, But it appealed to me because I I knew I wanted to get involved in something where I felt like I was giving somebody uh, assistance in their their life like that. And then it sort of doubled down with the transcription because you're providing this valuable information, you're getting it out there, and then uh, you're making sure also that as like a secondary population, you're helping people who have, the sight or hearing disabilities access the information too.
0: I see. Now, what uh, areas of academic study might lend themselves toward or toward this internship or vice versa? What areas of study might actually be benefited by your knowledge of transcription and the skills that you've picked up with the DME?
1: It's really interesting because it actually part of the reason it, uh, it appealed to me too was Uh, some of the coursework that I've been involved in as a history major does involve transcribing. A lot of that is, uh, text to text transcription. And in history courses, you know, we look at primary documents. Sometimes they're like just really beat up old handwritten text from, you know, hundreds of years ago. And we have to figure out what the shorthand is and what the, you know, the way they write is and, uh, and transcribe that into you know, a digital document that can be searched and used. So it really did kind of like tie into the internship and the internship ties back to that skill of just being able to take information from a certain source and make it more widely accessible to everyone. Interesting. So
0: could you go into a bit of depth on how you do that, taking a video and filling
1: in the gaps,
0: as you've mentioned?
1: So with the uh with the videos transcribing the videos for this internship it's uh mostly just making sure that like for example with the longer form videos where you get those auto generated transcripts uh it i I don't know enough about computers and how they work to know like how that software processes that and gets those um, i'm assuming it's it's like a human trained sort of thing but uh it doesn't always know the words that we're using, and, it, of course, it doesn't pick up on the, the details when people are speaking over each other. Uh, like I said, it's going to mess up people's names. and uh, once If somebody is trying to find information, for example, um, it may be something that they're trying to access about how to get VA benefits. And they need to know, you know, which department to reach out to, who's their point of contact, or there may be a web address or an email address involved. Uh, if you're, if you don't have a human helping to transcribe or cleaning up those automatically generated transcriptions, some of that can get lost. So, um, having a set of human eyes on it gives us a chance to make sure that there's like accuracy in the details of things like that. I
0: see, so we don't just have you know software combing through things and you know missing little human nuances,
1: exactly, yeah, because the the people who have taken the time, uh, for example, if someone is transcribing this podcast, this interview that we're doing right now, um, we're taking the time out of our day to have this conversation and make this information available we want as many people as possible to have access to that and we don't want anybody to be left out. So we want to make sure that the things that are being said, the information that is being given is going to be conveyed to everyone accurately. Mm. I see.
0: And now moving away from kind of the, um, generals of the internship and towards your background, what job were you working before you took this internship?
1: I have I have a few different jobs. Um, so I am a full-time student. I also work in e-commerce, which is just, you know, that just pays some bills. And then I am the caretaker at an animal shelter. Um, I take care of animals there. I do landscaping and handle all the animal waste and glamorous things like that. <laughs> but those are, yeah, those are the things I do to sustain myself while I'm studying history. Um, after After I finish my degree program, that might change a little.
0: Mm. What are some important lessons that working these various jobs have taught you um, about, say, you know, interacting with the general public? Um, it's kind of it's kind of out there, but I think it sort of plays into just the being able to help other people that sort of desire to, you know, assist those who maybe have hearing
1: Disabilities, things like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, really, uh, the things that I that I sort of dedicate my time to outside of classwork, like my work at the animal shelter, um, it really is about you know helping make other people's lives easier for them. The the animal shelter specifically is one of those situations where obviously, you know, for me the, the dogs and cats are, are also people who I'm helping. But um we're able to to help people relieve some stress there. A lot of sad situations where people have to um surrender their pets or someone passes away and people don't know what to do with them. So we're able to help somebody through a difficult time by giving a a good home to those animals. And then, you know, somebody comes in and they need a companion and we're able to, to connect them with the animals, too. So it's really the same kind of thing that interests me. It's just making sure that people who need help with something like that are able to get that help.
0: Right. Of course, I can definitely see that playing in Uh, and you mentioned that you are also a full-time student is that correct yes how do you find it balancing both an internship and uh you know a very hefty academic load
1: i would be lying if i didn't say i wasn't um just you know completely overwhelmed all day every day as i'm sure you can relate to (laughs) It's never ending. Yeah, it's never ending. But I'll tell you, so I am, I'm a non-traditional student. Um, I actually have a child who just entered um, their first year at university or at college. Um, And uh, they've watched me over the last um, years doing my schoolwork and balancing everything. And now they're off doing the same thing, too. So it's really exciting to see them. Start their first year at college while I'm in my last year of college and we're able to kind of bond over, wow, this is really hard, huh? <laughs>
0: oh wow, I mean that's that's perfect, honestly. And that kind of leads into this next question. We are coming up on time, but I wanted to um sort of finish off on like a really deep one. So oh. here it is. Oh no <laughs> curveball, right? Uh what's Ultimately, what's the dream? Where do you see yourself eventually kind of ending up, you know, or do you see yourself as someone who's not necessarily keen on settling into one position with the State Department?
1: Well, you know, so I, I will turn 40 this year. um, And I'm in sort of like a transitional mode in my life altogether. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm what you would call an empty nester now with my child off at college. Um, Mm -hmm. So, being at sort of a halfway point in my life, my goals, um, sort of moving forward, are really just reflective of my experiences in the past, and that's just that. Um, wherever I land, I want to to have you know a sense of security in, in myself and everything. You know, obviously you want to have a stable income, you want to enjoy what you do, and I think the way to to find that exact position would be to know that what I am doing. Offers that opportunity to other people as well. So the the sorts of positions that I view myself in, whether it be uh, a federal position or something else um, in a private organization, it's it's always going to be the best position. Will be one where I feel like the things that I do every day are making other people's days easier as well.
0: Absolutely, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to that. That being able to you know, support yourself, but also, you know, through your work, support other people. Exactly. It's very much what the State Department is about.
1: I loved reading through um, the list of internship opportunities. There are so many cool jobs people hold, so many cool internships where people can experience those jobs. It is just like a whole world. It's really cool. And even within um, each of the individual federal um, agencies, including the VA, there are just levels and levels of people who are working hard every day to just sort of, like, make society run smoothly, and it's, it's just awesome.
0: I know. It's so hard not to just geek out about, you know, something that comes together based on the work that all of these different interns and department heads are putting in. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just, like, a, it's a beautiful machine of people out there just taking care of business.
0: True. And in fact, this this interview will actually be transcribed eventually. So, you know, it's like just another example, I suppose. Yes. All right, listeners, I think that just about brings us to the conclusion time of our segment. Loretta, it's been great having you on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. Once again, I would like to thank our listeners for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you could give us a five-star rating, we would really appreciate it. For more information about joining the DME Interns team, please visit dmeinterns.org. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. That said, I'm Saga Jakubchuk, and you're listening to the DME Interns Podcast. I would now like to thank our listeners for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you could give us a five-star rating, we would really appreciate it. For more information about joining the DME Interns team, please visit dmeinterns.org. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Once again, this is Saga Jakubchuk, and you're listening to the DME Interns Podcast. Stay tuned.